Welcome to Right Hook Podcast. I'm Steve Hook, your host. Welcome aboard to our big podcast here. Big, big show today. Stick around. Right Hook Podcast coming up now. Hello, everybody. How are you? Steve Hook here. Welcome to Right Hook Podcast on the Not Black, Not White American Media Group. Good to be with you. Now, I know that we kind of got off to a slow start with this podcast, but here's the good news right out of the gate because we got a lot of bad news to get to as well. But the good news is every Sunday at 7 p.m., you'll be able to see this wonderful podcast or, or hear the dulcet tones of my voice as you, uh, as you drive down the parkway or whatever. So that's good. So we are getting back with some regularity, and I'm very pumped about that uh, because we need to have this talk. It seems that we're getting kind of canceled everywhere, doesn't it? Well, we're going to try and change that, and that's what uh, that's what the uh, Not Black, Not White American media group is all about, getting the word out there. A lot of people are, are afraid right now, and I don't blame you. I must tell you, since uh, our, our sock puppet Marxist took over, and he is a sock puppet Marxist, we'll prove that as we go along here, uh, but ever since he's taken over, I've seen a lot of Biden supporters kind of keeping their heads down uh, on social media. Have you noticed this trend? I haven't seen a lot of people on social media saying, man, what he did today was great. Killing 11,000 jobs in the oil patch and the fracking industry. Great. That is awesome. These are the same people that told us over and over again for four straight years. They brought up BS charges, phony impeachments, phony Russia investigations. uh, And, of course, the media uh, carried all of this water. But these are the same exact people that said Trump is a dictator. President Trump is a dictator. Now, fast forward, and Biden has been in office less than two weeks, and he signed 37 executive orders. 37. They just push a piece of paper in front of him and he signs it. I don't think he knows what he's signing. I don't think he gives a damn what he's signing. And you know why? Because Joe Biden's entire career has been about grift. It's been about enriching himself, the big guy, and of course enriching his entire family. That's why his brother was indicted. That's why his niece is in trouble. That's why his drug-addled son, who by the way, knocked up a stripper and then left her destitute until she took him to court and then Hunter was forced to pay for the son that he... uh, that he had with his stripper. Taking nothing away from the stripper, she sounds like a single mother who's struggling to make life work. Uh, But there's uh, the big guy raking in all the dough. Now, of course, the media will never talk about any of this. Here's the funny thing. Every president in recent memory has used EOs. It's getting out of control, really, frankly. But this is on a scale unprecedented. 37 executive orders. That means 37 times this man created law, not the legislative process, not the Senate. Not Why do we even have a Senate anymore? Why do we even have the House of Representatives anymore if we now have a monarch that can rule by decree? And by the way, it's not little things like we're going to change the name of a post office. It's big things like we're going to wipe out an entire sector of the economy because it makes us feel good. It makes us feel good. And then you get these people that are just dopey enough to go along with this idea, sitting in the comfort of their midtown Manhattan apartment or condos, typing on their Apple computers and their expensive technology and the warmth as they sit by the artificial fireplace and say, this is all great. And they wonder where that heat comes from. And they wonder where that electricity to charge up their their devices comes from. Well, it comes from the businesses you just destroyed. There's over 11,000 families so far that have been 
economically devastated with the stroke of a pen. So for all you folks that called Trump a dictator, do you feel stupid yet? Because you should. Because we think you're stupid. But it's not just Biden. It's the entire Democratic Party. Let me give you an example of this. Tale of two tyrants right off the gate, uh, right out of the gate here. Today, as I'm having my first cup of coffee, I find that, wow, there's a new report out. And it's a report by the New York District Attorney's Office that the New York state government, a.k.a. Cuomo, has underreported nursing home deaths by 50%, up to 50%. What does that mean? That means that his policies directly killed thousands and thousands of people. Tens of thousands of people, in fact. Well, maybe about 10,000 people. 11,000, 12,000, we don't know. This report says it's 50% higher than we knew it was. And according to Cuomo, it was uh, maybe 8,000 people, maybe 10,000 people died in nursing homes. So multiply that by 50%, and there's something closer to the truth. Now, the media didn't bother to investigate what was going on in the New York City nursing, or not just the New York City, New York State nursing homes. They never bothered to look at it. They didn't care. Why should they care? After all, Cuomo was doing what they wanted him to do. Blame Trump. Blame Trump. Now, I remember full well, and you may remember it as well, when Donald Trump, President Trump, a real president, sent in a Navy hospital ship to New York Harbor. I remember full well when President Trump set up a field hospital in Central Park. I remember when he took the Javits Center and converted that into a hospital. You know how many of those beds were used? Less than 2% of those beds were used. Instead, hospitals were told that the second that a COVID-positive patient can be released, that nursing homes as far as the elderly were concerned, nursing homes must accept them back to the nursing homes and they and, and they have no way around that. That's what you got to do. So he used less than 2% of the beds that were made available by a real president, not a Marxist sock puppet. He used less than 2% of those beds and he sent all of these people to their deaths. And even worse than that, he sent the death into these nursing homes that took out a lot of people that otherwise had never been infected by COVID. And the media ignored it because he blamed Trump. They Hell, he won an Emmy Award for his self-congratulatory BS press briefings where he blamed Trump. He had a best-selling book talking about leadership and what it takes to be a good leader in the time of Trump. And it became a bestseller. And the media just hailed. He was, he's great. He's Emperor Cuomo. He saved us. And now they're doing the same thing with Biden. 37 sweeping. I was listening to the great one, Mark Levin, last night. He had a great point. Whenever the media talks about what Biden is doing right now, they use words like, President Biden is making sweeping environmental changes. As if it's a great thing. They trumpet it as this is a good thing. This president is getting us back to where we want. Oh, and by the way, now he's also named a commission, a commission to look at possibly reforming the Supreme Court. We have a monarch right now running this country, ladies and gentlemen, by fiat. There's no legislative process at all going on here. No voting, uh, no commissions, no hearings, nothing. Just a pen and a paper. And there's the guy, can't even get, do you see the video? D, did you see the video? Guy can't even get a pen in his pocket. He's trying to, oh, what's going on with this pen? I Where, saw that. Where's my pocket? It's the craziest damn thing. Don't worry about the pen. Here's another one. Sign it. Here's another one. Sign it. What am I signing? Doesn't matter. This is your morning breakfast. Okay, got it. 
I'm telling you, folks, what in the hell is going on in this country? We're losing it. That's what's going on. And I, you know, here's the thing. I, I've said it before on, on, my, on my radio program, and I'll say it again. There are four truths uh, in, in American life or in life in general. Death, taxes, the Republicans will always step on their own junk, and the Democrats will always overreach. Always. And they're doing it now. And not only are they overreaching, but they're trying to overreach for the final time. This is it. This is all the marbles, baby. They got the big orange evil buffoon out of office. There's lots of questions about that election. We shan't get into them now. But nobody's saying fraudulent. People are saying flawed. It was massively flawed. But regardless, now they've got their guy. And he is making sweeping changes that affect you, me, your kids, your grandkids, your neighbors, everything. And what is this idiot trying to do? He's trying to push racial equity. What is he doing? He's driving a racial wedge, identity politics wedge, right through the soul of this nation. He is trying to convince this country that their neighbors might be racist. And if they have a Trump flag, they are most assuredly racist. This is what Democrats do. Because Democrats at least today's Democrats, are straight-up tyrants. Andrew Cuomo kills people in New York City. The media gives him a pass. Joe Biden, within, within four days of taking office, has destroyed livelihoods. Democrats love to use emotion. But when it comes to wiping out families' livelihoods, think about the kids that are going to school, that, that, that dad's got a great-paying job in North Dakota, in a fracking industry. He's making good money. He's working damn hard for it because he's a hard-working American, blue-collar worker. He provides the heat. He provides the lights that you're looking at right now. Joe Biden, with the stroke of a pen, destroyed that family's future. Multiply that by thousands and thousands and thousands. And that's what he's done in less than a week. And by the way, it's not just the big evil oil workers that are getting, the, uh, getting it in the neck. It's also all the ancillary jobs that come out of this industry. The small diners that pop up. The small towns whose entire income depends on this industry they've wiped it out and they pat themselves on the back and they feel good about it you know why because they don't know anybody that works in the oil industry all they know is when they turn the lights on uh, it gets lighter in the room it's crazy when they turn the heat up it, it gets warmer it's, it's it's as if by magic and these people have utterly turned their back on these people because they don't know them and quite frankly they're probably white supremacists and i know this because the media keeps telling me this and 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 if don lemon says it it has to be true and if npr reports it i mean come on what are you a dope everybody knows npr would never lie neither would the new york times we've been conned folks we've been conned out of a great president we've been conned into a monarch that's what we've been conned into what we fought over 200 years ago is what we are becoming under the Democratic Party as they accuse the president who did more to offer individual liberty to more people, more expansion of wealth than any, not wealth redistribution, mind you, the opportunity to make your own wealth. That's gone now. Notice the gas prices? They're through the roof. It's all too much. And, of course, this is like a, you know, we are, ladies and gentlemen, right now, we are the frog in the pot. Now, usually the way that analogy works is, Slowly but surely, they turn the water up, and the frog doesn't know to jump out of the pot because he doesn't feel the heat. And by the time he feels the heat, he's dead, right? That's the old analogy, right? 
Well, now they've cranked the heat up full blast, and they don't give a damn if the frog dies. And the media says, kill the frog! And that's where we're at right now. So what do we need? Well, we need new leadership, for one. We need new education, for two. Uh, I would strongly advise ripping your kid out of public school and homeschooling or sending him to a charter school while those still last. I'm sure an EO is just waiting for Biden to crush every charter school. Oh, and make no mistake, they'll tax Catholic schools out of existence. They'll do whatever it takes to get full control. So if it were me, I'm a parent, but my kids are long out of school. Uh, I would yank my kids out of public school. What we need is new leadership. And with that in mind, I want to introduce and congratulate and talk to somebody that we hope is going to be a new leader. Darius Mayfield, who is, of course, if you watch the uh, Not Black, Not White American podcast, Darius and Priscilla are great. And Darius, he can't see him, but if you've seen the podcast, you know a strapping young man. And, and he's, he's running for the uh, New Jersey 12th Congressional District. This is going to be an uphill climb, D, but uh, you have, uh, y- you've got a great platform, and it's one based on truth. Welcome, Darius. What's going on, man? Thank you, brother. Glad to be here with you for the first time. Man. It really is. I wish we could see you, but uh, trust me, folks. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot of keyboards and boards back here. You don't want to see all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't want to see the man behind the curtain, but we do want to talk to you because you have to be as upset as everybody else is with what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and I that's mean, why you decided to throw your name in the ring, right? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, man, I just love listening to you, man, because you just, you hit it right on the head. And I think... The way you break things down and the way you express things really resonates with people. I can't wait for people to see this episode, man, because you literally hit it on the head. And well, you're too kind. You know, you know me. I just speak truth, man. There you go. <laughs> well, we need you in Congress. We need you in Congress. Yeah. What What was it that prompted you? I, maybe it was, you know, I've had people actually say to me, Steve, why don't you run? I'm like, man, I've got skeletons lining up to get into the closet. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm not going to go there. Uh, we're all flawed, but you're a hell of a man. You decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this on. What was it? Was it what we're seeing now? Was it the, the, the last four years? <clears throat> I mean, definitely that had something to do with it. And I will tell you, I tell this story to a lot of people. When I was younger, when me and my sister were in elementary school in New Brunswick and South Brunswick, Every day we came home from school, our our mother would ask us, what do you want to be when you grow up? My answer every time was president of the United States. Wow. Every single time. So obviously you guys know that over the last four years, I've been really involved in politics, especially with Trump being president. Sure. And really involved in the conservative. That's where we first met. We first met at a uh, back the blue rally, as I recall. Yeah, We we back blue, baby. And, um, you know, like you said, seeing what's happened over the last four years and especially what's happened over the last few months has definitely fueled me um, to run. And I'll give a shout out to my boy, Billy Prempe, who was running in uh, New Jersey's ninth congressional district. And Billy is great. Yes, he's a phenomenal speaker. If you haven't seen him, man, make sure you check him out. And I had a conversation with him about two and a half weeks ago, and he was like, Darius, Everything you've been doing over the last four years, all the base that you've built, this is the time to run. And as you know, um, we started the New American Party about three weeks ago, and we're already up to 14,000 members in that group. So he was like, based off what you've been able to accomplish, based off the traction that you have, right now is the time. Strike strike. while the iron's hot. That's it, man. And that's what we're doing. And I will say this. I want to uh, send my regards to my opponent, uh, Bonnie Watson Coleman. She actually recently contracted... COVID-19. Um, she also has cancer. So she has a lot of stuff that she's going through wow. right now. And we definitely wish her well. I don't know if she's going to remain um, the opponent on the ticket, but either way, we definitely have her in our prayers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I tell you um, what I've, what has struck me 
and and now listen, I'm not gonna lie. I was a a, a brief thumbnail of where I was politically for a long time. I was a long-haired hippy dippy Grateful Dead Rolling Stones <laughs> fan. I was a I was a I was a uh, a registered Democrat for over 27 years. Wow. Uh, the worm turned for me right around the Monica Lewinsky thing because mm. I saw what was happening, and to borrow a line, I I watched collusion happen before. Mm. I saw a party circle around a president that has the morals of a garden slug, hmm. um, and that kind of was offensive to, to me. Uh, and then I saw the media circle around the president. So yeah. there were, like, various walls of protection for, for Bubba. Uh, and, and, you know, now and during the Me Too movement, they kind of pretend like uh, old Bill Clinton didn't exist. But that was the beginning of the worm turning for me. But now... We are in unprecedented, uncharted waters. We have big yeah. tech uh, going against conservative thought. And when I say conservative thought, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about the definition of conservative thought that you get from the left, because that's what, you know, we always get that. Do you notice that, Darius? How it's, it, we're always defending ourselves based on the definition of conservatives uh, lay, uh, lay, that, that are, that are kind of laid on us by people that hate conservative thought. Yeah. So by conservatives, I mean, I give a damn about individual liberty. I exactly. give a damn about fealty to the Constitution, power yeah. to the people. You know, the left used to chant power to the people, Darius. Yep. And that's exactly yep. why you're running, right? Absolutely, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm a man for all people. And, you know, kind of like what you're alluding to now, I believe the problem lies in our elected officials, not the people. Right. I understand that a lot of the people have been propagated or are just going with the flow, basically just going, yeah. you know, with 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 the consensus of their people. But it's time for Americans to wake up and understand that our politicians have not done right by us. Not they at all. Really haven't. And it's time. And I actually put up a post today. I related to what happened with uh, the redditors and um, GameStop oh. yesterday, where yeah. a bunch of regular people, regular Americans, came together and realized they had strength in numbers and did what they did. We need to start doing the same thing in our politics. Well, there you go. Here, here. Yeah, stand up for the little guy. It, it is a little bit ironic that they were always chanting down with the manpower to the people, and now that they're they <laughs> now are they're the, with the man. Now they are the man, and they're like, "Yes, sign away, Joe." <laughs> Oh, give him another one. Good God. You, we know, can... you know why, though? Their ego won't let them see it any other way right now. Trust me. I see, and I've talked to some Democrats that are very scared and very concerned about what Joe Biden is doing, but the majority of them won't say it in public right now because their ego won't allow them to. Their ego won't, and also they are they are stuck on Donald Trump hate. Yeah. Um, and yes. it, is, it, is, uh, it is insidious, uh, and it is cheered on. Um, it's You see this... Uh, uh, this riotous mob that yes 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 Trump sucked and then they all just kind of back each other up. Yeah. I, I find the whole thing uh, insulting to my not only my intelligence but to my values. I just don't think that way. And TDS, yeah, it is TDS. It's very real. And not only that, you know, they also do th th something that is speaking of insidious identity politics, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Once upon a time, identity politics has been around forever. But they've ramped it up to a level that I've, I didn't think possible. Uh, once upon a time, it was rich against poor, maybe black against white uh, back in the day. It was horrible. It was, it was, a, it was a crap way to run uh, any kind of political party or, uh, or country, obviously. Mm -hmm. Now we've got, we've got victims and victimizers. Uh, here's the deal. I, I, sexual orientation is, is now in the uh, victim category. Uh, sexual identity 
Uh, and by the way, we're going to make up new genders every week so we can constantly fill that basket with more and more victims. And if you don't support that basket full of victims, you're a victimizer. So if you're a white guy and you identify as a woman, you're a, you're a victim. You're a victim. But if you're a white guy that identifies as a man, you're a victimizer. And this is the way they do this. They drive wedges to, to keep us at each other's throats. And that's why I loved what you said, Darius. And that's, that's why it is the not black, not white American media group. And yes, I sir. think it's the greatest time we all come together. Absolutely. And not just talk about it, but actually do it. And I'm, I'm willing to lead with action and make sure we make this happen. Well, I tell you what, man, I cannot wait to the time I can say we're speaking with Congressman-elect <laughs> Darius Mayfield. Oh, you already know I'm coming back to our shows to do the first interviews. I got you. That's right, because <laughs> you're going to you. be on my... Okay, well, listen, thank you so much. Folks, that's just a little off the top of my head today. I'm sure by the time next week rolls around, there's going to be another 30 or 40 executive orders or some other kind of <laughs> monocarial crap that this guy is doing. Uh, but we'll talk about all that in the meantime. Have a great day. Thank you for being part of our podcast. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.